Hey folks, it's Pete Trubis, the world's okayest starting strength coach, to give you the rundown on everything we have coming up. The June seminar is sold out, so the next one available is going to be August 12th through the 14th. Then after that, October 14th through the 16th. For training camps coming up, September 10th, we have a self-sufficient lifter camp in Wichita Falls, covering the squat, the press, and the deadlift. And then we have squat and deadlift camps, both of these camps at Starting Strength Gyms on June 11th, one in San Antonio, Texas at Starting Strength San Antonio, and one in Orlando, Florida. As far as other Starting Strength Gyms news, if you haven't heard yet, Columbus is open, so if you're in the area, make sure to check them out. Starting Strength Tampa in Tampa, Florida has just signed a lease, so they have a location, so stay tuned for more information with them. Then after that, we'll have Tulsa and Miami coming on board. For more information on locations, head over to locations.starringstrengthgyms.com. Check out what's on the map. Check out what's to come. Request an area specifically that you would like to see a starting strength gym. And as always, we're going to continue to need coaches to staff these gyms. So if you're interested in becoming a coach, there are a few pathways. You can apprentice at a gym. You can do the starting strength coach development prep course. You could do those in conjunction. But we have a greater need than we do have coaches at this point. So there is an opportunity if you're mobile or if you live in an area where a starting strength gym might be built. For more information on that, head over to startingstrength.com, check out the coaching tab, click on coach development, and you'll get the rundown there. And as usual, you can always donate to the Bree Hillen Battery Fund at breehillenisanandroid.net and help a lady out. Mildly entertaining, somewhat obscure guests, relatively interesting topics. Semi-professional production quality. Reasonably well-informed commentary. A great value for the money. Hundreds of fans all around the world. It's the Starting Strength Gyms podcast with your host, Ray Gillenwater. I'm here today with Courtney Davis. Courtney is my new neighbor. She just started dating Ben, whom you all know, hopefully. Uh, he was in episode two. So Courtney is interesting because she is a young gal, and I think we'll title this episode Starting Strength for Young Women because it's probably our most underserved demographic, and I don't really know if they're a good fit for the gyms necessarily, but I do think the program can definitely help young women. So I want to talk to Courtney about her experience with the program because, Courtney, you... Uh, you got the 250 on your deadlift in how long? 255. <laughs> <laughs> 255 um, in seven weeks. It's 255 in seven weeks, which is pretty pretty amazing. Courtney's uh, genetically gifted. Um, she's popular with our YouTube audience. We did one video with her, and uh, it got 10,000 views in one day. I'm assuming because your squat looked so great, right? I would hope so. Right, no other reason than that. Um, so let me <laughs> let me hear about your stats. So what's your age, height, and body weight? Um, age twenty four. Um, I am five six, and uh, one sixty. Mm -hmm. And um, has your body weight changed since you started the program? Uh, not much. No, not much. Yeah, I remember. Um, I started off at like one sixty four. Mm -hmm. But um, no, it's about the same. So you lost a few pounds. Yeah. Yeah, I remember we were taking your measurements over the course of the seven weeks and um, you were just kind of hardening up as mm -hmm. time went on. You know, yeah, you had sure. some areas where you were soft and it's yeah. funny cause you and I were just talking the other day about, was it your aunt or something that wanted to get more tone was yeah. it or, yeah. and uh, we were talking about what that actually means and tone means more muscle and less fat, Yeah. which if you're losing weight and getting stronger, you're building muscle and losing fat, mm -hmm. which is kind of like what everyone wants to do, especially young women. 
Um, but I don't think most young women think that lifting heavy weights is the way to do that. Absolutely. I, yeah, I know so many people that are, that assume that you'll just be manly, you know, right. I don't know why that is such a stigma, but people believe that if you lift weights, you know, it's not giving the correct look that is desired. Right. Um, which that was not my experience. <laughs> um, so yeah. So what, what did you learn? Cause you had a few <clears throat> misconceptions at the outset. You had, a. Uh, as most young women do, some some of your fans on Instagram giving you quarterback coaching <laughs> advice oh, that man. have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, what what was the main what what are a few of the epiphanies that that came up from going through this process? Um, well, for one, well, from the beginning, I wanted the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, abs, uh, tone up my legs and my quads and, um, you know, just typical things. Um, and so I was really focused on that aspect of it. Um, and then as the program kept going, it kind of went out of the window, mm-hmm. uh, because I saw how strong I was actually getting. And I think that's why I appreciate the program so much is because you do see every single time that you're improving right? just by adding five pounds or, you know, however much. Yeah. Um, and so that was, that alone was, or, and is my favorite part about it. Mm-hmm. Just being able to see the difference squatting at 135 and then going to 215 deadlift 145 getting to 255 in a short amount of time um but with that uh it taught me a lot of discipline yeah 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 (laughs) being consistent um and believing me instead of what you thought was possible oh for sure because there were several days where you were pretty convinced that it wasn't happening. And yeah. I was like, no, no, this is this is arithmetic, essentially. So For sure. listen to what I'm telling you is going to work. Yes. I, yeah. yeah, I did not think, first, I didn't even think that lifting anything over 200, whether it was deadlifting or um, uh, squatting or even benching, uh, I'm up to 112. Um, I, I mean, I didn't even think that was like a thing. Yeah. And I thought it was going to take months and months and months. And I'm, and I know for, it's different for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just didn't even know that was possible for me. Yep, and I don't think most people realize how drastically, how much drastically they can improve their situation if they go through this process for, they'll notice immediate, um, unbelievable changes in a couple of weeks. For sure, so I, back in 2018, got into a car accident, someone hit me from behind, and um, I, my neck and my back was bothering me, I was doing trigger point injection shots, um, and that was no fun. And so I was starting to work out more and it just wasn't improving. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I was working out. I didn't think anything of it, but then I went on vacation mm-hmm. and that was a week. And then I came back and I'm like, wait a second, why do I feel like I can like crack my neck and like in ways that I was before it wasn't comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh no. And so like I started working out again after that week and I was like, wow, like that has really, it really improves. Yep. And so that also, I didn't even know, um, had such a huge impact. Yep. Um, so it does help you in many ways. It helps your mental. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it helps your mental so much because you don't think that you could do it. Um, you think that it's going to be much harder than it actually is. Um, or even if it is just that hard as, you know, what you think it is, uh, you know, you have to have that confidence when you're going in there. Yep. So you're, uh, just taking some notes here cause you made some good points. Your man had the same epiphany. Like, oh, I didn't actually know it was possible for a, a guy who's skinny to get big and strong. Yeah. And Ben's a muscular dude. 
you know, 200 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're proud of him too. <laughs> I am. <laughs> uh, he looks great. He needs to gain 20 more pounds, but he looks awesome. Yeah, and he he's does. super strong and uh, he's capable. He's a jujitsu competitor. And um, yeah. so you have the same epiphany that, sure. uh, that this thing can actually take you from where you're at, wherever you're at to much, much stronger to the extent that you never thought possible. Yeah. Um, and then the thing that you discovered when you came back from your trip was, and actually it's kind of like required to live a high quality life. Mm-hmm. That's been my epiphany. Yeah. Um, every time I move away from the barbell, I realize that I feel better, I'm happier, life is better when That's I train, so true. you know? Yeah. Um, so this isn't like some random exercise program where I can just do it when it feels good and then mm-hmm. take some time off. It's like, my life is so much better when I train consistently. Sure. I don't care how I'm feeling. I'm going to train. That's my part of my job. Absolutely. And that's so funny because, you know, everyone says like, oh, it's just going to the gym. It's getting there is, you know, it's getting there. Trying to get there is the struggle. Mm. But not for me. It was like, oh, well, I got to go. Like it was like a, a must thing mm-hmm. um, just because you know that you'll feel good um, and you feel good knowing that what you're doing has so many positive effects on you. Mm. So it's kind of like a must in the best way. So what changed for you when you when you trained for your first seven weeks? And other than blowing your mind with the numbers you were putting up, um, what changed about the way you looked, felt? Uh, what, what were the most noticeable things about your day-to-day life? Um, so one thing, and this is, and I don't know why this stands out so much, but uh, we didn't like chat about it much. Um, like I was so focused on biceps and quads. And then when I went on vacation, I had recorded myself uh, training um, while I was there and my hamstrings were like huge and they were so nice. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't something like I thought was, I didn't even think about my hamstrings. Uh-huh. And so like that to me, and I don't know why that stands out so much, but. Well, based um, on the way you were deadlifting and squatting before you met us, I can tell you weren't thinking about your hamstrings. Yeah, for, <laughs> for sure. Don't judge me. <laughs> Major improvements. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, that was that's one main thing that I appreciate. Um, I think that I learned to trust myself mm-hmm. a lot more um, because it is such a mind game with working out. It really is. Um, I think that people, well, one thing that I really appreciate about starting strength is that, you know, when you go to the gym, like a regular gym, you're not doing the program. Um, there's no way to gauge how much you're improving. Sure. Like, I feel like people just go based off of the look. Mm-hmm. Um, if I go and I'm lifting 25 pounds or curling, you know, 25 pounds, and then the next time I'm still doing 25 pounds or like, how do I know? What's the point? What am I, what am I doing? Yeah. What is, yeah, what is the point? Nobody knows. <laughs> yeah. Not even the people um, doing it. Yeah. So it's like, you kind of have these false, like, hopes hmm. um, that may not happen. Yep. Um, so, um I, I, again, I really like that I was able to like constantly see it mm. daily. Mm. Um, the recovery period, uh, as far as waiting a day in between workouts, mm-hmm. I was like, I need to go to the gym every single day. Mm-hmm. I need to go five days a week. Like, yep. what recovery? <laughs> what does that even mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, even like, and, and when you get into the program, you're so excited that you're like, do I really need a, is it really just three days? Mm-hmm. You know? You're like, this doesn't feel right. Mm. Um, and I'm like, nope, that's needed. <laughs> it's needed. Yeah. Um, so having to like sit in the recovery days um, was not, you know, at first not the easiest. Um, and that's even similar to 
your rest time Mm -hmm. when you're working out. I had many people, um, mostly guys, that would try to like tell me, oh, your your rest is too long. I'm like, "Hmm." (laughs) your rest is too long. you know, they. I've had a lot of a lot of things said to me. Let's um, just deviate there for a minute. Tell us all of the wonderful advice you've received from people at the gym and people on your Instagram. Yeah, so um, people, you know, have said, you know, I'm squatting too deep. I shouldn't look like my gaze or. You got to look up. Yeah, look up to yeah, go up. Look up. Yeah. That's that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest time was very interesting as well. Like that, people would comment on that, um, or they would say. Oh, if you need, like, if they see <laughs> that I'm lifting heavy, they'll say, if you need my help, just let me know. Meanwhile, you're lifting more than they are. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait a second, but wait. How many of these guys were stronger than you, by the way? Uh, none of them. None of them, yeah. Interesting, yeah, none of it? them. Yeah, I know. So um, that has that has been the most mind-blowing thing is, like, they're trying to teach me something, and I'm like, I could actually help you with a couple, <laughs> with a couple of things. Yep. Um. So, yeah, I think also just the knowledge that you gain. Mm. Like, every coach is super, like, specific, mm. um, and they know what they're talking about. And so that is something that's appreciated. And, like, um, just going into details mm-hmm. about your body and, like, the different muscle groups and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think that that's pretty awesome. Yep. Let's go back to the mind game thing for a minute because mm-hmm. um, you're a lot of fun to train mm-hmm. because you are not the type that's willing to let yourself down. And that's a very good trait. You share that with my wife. Uh-huh. And by the way, Courtney and my wife met at the roller skating rink here in town. <laughs> and that's how we know Courtney. Yes. And uh, everything kind of, uh, you know, spun up from there. Uh-huh. So, so they started training together in the garage. Uh-huh. I offered to help coach Courtney. Um, one thing that really struck me was uh, trying to get you to understand what you were capable of. Mm. Because this isn't my first time coaching someone through the novice linear progression. Um, and I know what the program can do and Mm -hmm. I can look at your technique and your bar speed and know what you're capable of. Mm. But in your mind, you have certain numbers that are impossible or certain, or something feels a certain way or, or you're dreading your next workout. And I can tell that you've kind of gotten your own way before you even get under the bar. Mm -hmm. And I remember for the most part, it, it, it worked in your favor because you were so hard on yourself. Um, but I had to actually get you to try hard. And like you didn't, you didn't actually know what that meant because you're you're genetically gifted, you're athletic, so like everything is kind of easy for you, right? That's so I had true. to get you to like contract every muscle in your body, get yeah. super tight, yeah, try hard. Um, and I and I remember I think it was a squat rep where you failed the first rep, uh-huh. and there's there was no reason whatsoever based on your previous bar speed, based on your programming, why that rep should have failed. Mm-hmm. And so we had a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. You rested. You recovered mentally. Yes. And then you put up a set of three, if I remember correctly, a heavy set of three. Yeah. Um, so t- talk to me about that. What What are some of the things you learned psychologically throughout this process? Uh, one, t- my top thing is to trust your coach. Mm. Um, I would recommend that everyone try to get to know their coach and mm. be very transparent and honest um, and just uh, – it's easier when you understand them and you understand where they're coming from and just where their headspace is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, you you could spot it when I'm first walking to the gym, mm-hmm. <laughs> whether or not I'm like in a good headspace or not. Yep. Um, so I've had uh, to get you in the game a couple of times. For sure. Like, hey, I, I can tell you got other stuff on your oh, mind. I you know. need to focus. Today's yeah. going to be heavy. I know. Yeah. And, and it's so funny because, uh, I mean, obviously, you're a great coach. He is a great coach. 
fabulous coach. I'm a good coach. There are much better coaches, but I'm I appreciate sure. it. Well, this is my experience, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, you are. You're pretty great. Um, And so, honestly, there's not many people that can, like, talk to me the way you talk to me when we're working out. Mm -hmm. Like, very, like, okay, you are not doing what you can be doing. Yep. Uh, what's going on? And just, like... Knowing my potential. You get the most out of you. For sure. I know what you're made of. Yeah. I know what your capability and potential is. Yeah. So yeah. that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, but some days you just have bad days. Mm -hmm. And like you, and that was also something that was super awesome is like you like prepped me for that before. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't like, it's not a bad thing if you're not feeling it. Yep. Um, but when you're there, you have to be all in. Yep. And that was uh, one of the main things mentally was like, I have to be super tight. Like I'm not trying to injure myself. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I say, you know, you should tr trust your coach, uh, learn to trust yourself throughout this process mm. uh, because it can be dangerous. Like you're lifting weight, heavy weight, yeah. and you don't want to be loose yep. and you don't want to be thinking about <laughs> something completely different. That's right. I want to be like locked in and loaded. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, the injury risk is low overall, but you're right that uh, – yeah, if your form's a disaster and you're lifting weight that's heavier than you're capable of lifting mm -hmm. uh, with terrible technique, you could certainly tweak something and that's not going to be comfortable. For sure. Set you back a little bit. So yeah. it's it's good to have a model in your mind if you're doing this on your own um, so that you can actually try to lift in line with the model or to have a coach that understands how to get anyone moving in line with the model mm -hmm. um, and then helping you achieve that. Yeah, I think one of the um, best things that we would do, we would in the beginning we were working together uh, all three days and then I started lifting heavier and so I was like but can I do this when Ray is not here mm -hmm. <laughs> so I would go to the gym myself um and like that like kind of boosted my confidence because I'm like okay it's just me like I don't have anyone yelling in the back saying like you know lift you know use your hips yeah <laughs> like, yeah yeah and I'm like okay so like it was it was really cool that I, like I was able to succeed every time because I knew what I was doing I had the proper training and it was just like showing myself that mm -hmm. um, so that was probably one of the most valuable things to me yep you've become a self-sufficient lifter you've become a lifter you've learned the technique now yeah and now you have a checklist in your mind every time you set up for the squat or the press or the deadlift mm -hmm. and you know exactly what you have to do to perform that lift yeah and even if it's heavy you can just focus on those things mm -hmm. and then everything else kind of becomes simple because yeah. you, you know what to do and you try hard at what you do and then the weight goes up yeah as long as your programming is correct and your pro we pushed you pretty hard a 255 deadlift <laughs> in seven weeks is 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 exceptional yeah. for yeah. a female exceptional Thank you. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, didn't think that that was possible. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were your numbers like before you started with, uh, Kathy and, uh, me in the garage? Yeah. So the, um, squat was at 135. Mm -hmm. The, my deadlift was at 145. And then I had never benched before mm. in the first day. I think we only did like 65, 65 mm. pounds or so. Um, and like before that, I was just doing like full body workouts. I thought that that was effective. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it was uh, pretty low. And and me. by full body, you mean breaking the body down into its different components and, and yeah. exercising one component at a time. Yeah. Right. Sure. And then you quickly realize that when you use the body as a system, you can do a whole lot more with it. And then you can make progress continuously. Yeah. And the thing that really struck me when I started doing this program was truly that the thing that matters the most is the weight on the bar. Mm. If the weight on the bar keeps going up, yeah. all the beneficial changes continue to accumulate. Yeah. Did absolutely. you have a similar epiphany? 
for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Every single time I would lift five more pounds, five more pounds. I was five more pounds for a long time. Mm -hmm. Five more pounds. I was like, okay, okay. I felt good. And then all of a sudden, like with overhead presses and everything else that we were doing, but I had noticed it in an overhead press video. Mm. I had never like, the whole time that we were training, I never looked at my back. Mm. And I guess it was just the clothing that I was wearing. Like I always had like a shirt on or a long sleeve shirt. Um, and so I saw it in a video one day and I was like, whoa, like that is mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. like, wow. Your back looks awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Your back looks great. Um, yeah. yeah. So even like that, that was like a huge thing. And I was like, oh my God, this is really, it targets so many different areas. It's everything. Absolutely. It does everything. Yeah. And I remember watching your, your form early on. And you were kind of like loose and unsure of yourself. Yeah. And the yeah. the form was was exactly the way, what you'd expect it to be if you want to go into the gym and just try to kind of figure out how to squat. Yeah. Um, and then over time, like I said, you just started hardening up and like mm -hmm. some muscle definition came out and your lifts were looking phenomenal and you're super easy to coach. So that was, uh, <laughs> it was quite quite simple to get you moving in line with the model. Yeah. And then all we had to do was keep your uh, programming in check. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then you slept well and mm -hmm. uh, your nutrition was a little hit or miss. Tell us about <laughs> tell us about how, how you had to adjust your diet and what challenges oh, you had. Oh man. Um so the diet is something I still struggle with. Mm -hmm. Um I just don't eat enough. And so we, you know, had a plan on how much I was supposed to eat and uh, it was it was pretty crazy to see that the days that I knew I didn't eat good, I couldn't, I was just not there. Yep. Um, and I didn't even know that it affected you that much. And mm. that might sound like, you know, kind of ridiculous that I didn't think that, oh, like eating enough would affect how I, you know, um, operate that day. Mm -hmm. But it really did. Yep. So I was like, okay, well, got to eat, got to eat. It was, I was pushing very, very hard to eat. Um, but uh, that is 100% like very, very important. Yep. yep. Um, and you I learned that, that doing the program means doing the program. For um, sure. There's no cutting corners. Right. <laughs> There's no the, cutting corners. Very there. specific. Yeah. We're trying to get you a very specific outcome. Yes. And we can guarantee that outcome as Absolutely. long as we can control the variables. Yeah. And some variables are up to you to handle outside of the gym. Yes. Um, and eating 150 grams of protein a day is not easy. No. I mean, your coach can only do so much. Right. So you have to, uh, <laughs> yeah, you have to definitely hold yourself accountable, um, which was challenging for mm. me. Um, so it wasn't just the discipline of going to the gym and like, you know, making sure that, um, you know, everything is like just getting there and doing what I need to do. It was like making sure that I'm eating well mm. and sleeping enough, mm -hmm. you know? So. So what else did you notice when it comes to, um, training using the starting strength method with a coach compared to um anything you want to talk about compared to how you used to train before compared to how the results you were getting before um time and energy invested in what you were doing before versus what you were doing on the program mm -hmm. um what else is worth mentioning well i guess just again we did talk about it just the misconception that if you're working out more that it's going to provide a better outcome mm -hmm. Um, which is not the case uh, for everyone. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not the case for anyone, actually. Yeah. We need to get our buddy John Hahn, the owner of Memphis, on the podcast because uh, he was doing this five, six-day-a-week program with six to eight reps and just training an hour and a half, two hours a day and just was a skinny guy, you know. And uh, 
then he started doing the program. I was coaching him online, trained three days a week, and lo and behold, he thought he had put as much muscle as possible onto his frame because that's what he had read, and we certainly proved him wrong. So we'll get John on the podcast soon to talk about that. Yeah. Um, so now let's talk about stuff outside of training. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we'll cap off by saying you uh, you did your LP. Mm-hmm. It was really damn impressive. Yeah. You then got out of the habit of training. Yes. You realize that training is something that you need in your life. Absolutely. Like it's, uh, it needs to be basically your job. Yes. Um, and you haven't yet picked up on a consistent basis, mm-hmm. but you're going to because you're now an, a member at Starting Strength Boise. <laughs> yes. Uh, and you're going to train with a coach three times a week. Uh-huh. And um, Courtney now works for the franchise company. So I get to make suggestions to Courtney that she has an incentive to listen to. Mm-hmm. And one of those suggestions was, uh, I want you to do a, a video training log. Yeah. So I want you to capture starting your LP over again, mm-hmm. what it's like training at a starting strength gym. Um, and if you do a good job with that, we'll clip those together and make a, a little YouTube series for you guys to check out so you can follow her, her progress. Yeah. I think that, um, well, first, I think that that would be so awesome. I think now that I know what I am doing, mm-hmm. uh, just kind of seeing the difference from when I first started to now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I think it, I, well, I was out of the gym because I was sick and then I was moving and then I had lots going on Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I totally regret like all the time that I did not go to the gym. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, you feel like you don't have that much hours in the day, but then it's like, dang, but you need it. Like, it's like a necessity. Yep. Um, Well, you've got a seven-year-old, you've got a new boyfriend, you've got, you just moved in across the street. So life's been kind of busy. It is. It is. But um, yeah, I just, it is very important for me. Um, so I'm super, uh, excited to get back into it, but even when I train on some days, I'm just like, dang, started back to the beginning. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's good though. Cause it's a reminder that, uh, don't ever stop training. Number one. And number Very two, true. the nice thing is if you've been training for years and years and years, mm-hmm. you can take time off and you barely lose any strength. Yeah. Um, but your body is efficient and it's not going to use resources for things it doesn't perceive that it needs. Mm-hmm. So if you've exposed yourself to stress for two months and then stop exposing yourself to stress, it'll probably shed most of the progress that you made. Yeah. Um, but you'll find that this, you'll be able to integrate the barbell into your lifestyle. And it's just one of these things where now it's going to be about, you know, aesthetics and being able to eat the way you want to eat and yeah. overall health and how you feel. But then as you age, especially as a woman with bone density loss and muscle mass loss, as mm-hmm. you get in the forties plus, you're going to see this as, this is actually like preventative medicine. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, what misconceptions do you think women your age have about mm-hmm. strength training and the barbell? Um, well, one, I think that it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, the lack of confidence. I think it's very intimidating. Yep. Um, especially in like, you know, a regular gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, it, you know, everyone is, it's a lot going on and all these sounds and noises going on. Everyone's trying to hit on you. Everybody's that an too, expert. That too. Yep. You know, and like one of the main things that help you get to the gym is how you look. Okay. Like if you look good, you feel good. You're like, I could do this. But then you get there and then people won't stop looking at you. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like that is it it does distract. And then you just it just messes up your whole mind Mm. on on what you're even doing there. Right. Um, So it's kind of like a nightclub. When you go yeah. to a commercial gym, it's got a bit of a nightclub vibe. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. Some gyms have like the lights like a nightclub and the too. Music. Yep. <laughs> it is. And the dudes. For sure. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so I think that that is a big one. Like just the confidence and like 
it being perceived as dangerous and that it's a man thing, mm-hmm. um, which it's not. Starting Strength has some amazing women. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and they all look fantastic. Um, and, of course, that's the other one that, you know, you think that you're going to uh, not, you know, be appealing right. and look manly. Right. Um, you know, and that and that's not the case. That's not female physiology. No. No. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, I just hope and wish that, you know, more women will become educated on, on it because um, it's a beautiful thing to me. I yeah. think it's amazing to be able to see your strength. Hell yeah. Well, once you uh, get back on the program, mm-hmm. I mean, because for someone <laughs> as genetically gifted as you to not be pulling 315 is yeah. kind of uh, a travesty, really. Uh, okay. So there's no reason why you shouldn't be pulling more than three plates at this point. Uh-huh. And, and once you start training again, there's no reason why you should ever pull less than three plates. Because we had a 46-year-old gal on our YouTube channel recently from Boston who I think she trained there for five, four or five months from memory, mm-hmm. and she's pulling 315. Mm. So there's zero reason why <laughs> you shouldn't be at the top of the leaderboard. That is true. That yeah. is true. And I know that. <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> yeah. So that'll be a fun series to watch. Yeah, for um, sure. I'm excited about that. And then let's just, uh, for those that have stuck around this long, they're probably interested in the gym company and mm-hmm. your new role with us. So uh, yeah. We're going to use some coded language here so we don't piss off the YouTube algorithm. But um, let's just say that Courtney was recently fired for her job from her job because they wanted to t- her to take some vitamins, let's call them. The V word, vitamins. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. In fact, they, they mandated here in Idaho that she take some vitamins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Courtney's 24. And she had had the disease that the vitamins were designed to prevent, even though they don't actually prevent you from getting the disease. Uh, and Courtney had a coworker who took these vitamins and, uh, tell us about that. So I don't regurgitate incorrectly. Yeah. Um, she, you know, felt like she was healthy and didn't feel the need to take any type of vitamins other than the ones that she chose (laughs) to Mm. take on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And, uh, she, uh, it was kind of like a bribe that they kind of did. Like, uh, she she's an amazing employee, um, and uh, she decided to take the vitamins, um, and they offered her like a huge pay increase and uh, um, promotion. And uh, a couple of weeks after, she was out for three weeks um, with heart issues. Yep. And it's super scary. It's still she's still having complications, um, and that's just one example of many but she was fully healthy never had any um heart problems and family members didn't have heart issues or anything like that her young son found her on the floor unconscious yeah she yeah. uh yeah was taking a shower and she got out of the shower and passed out on the floor um yeah her son found her which is so traumatizing yeah um and uh yeah she's been going through it and it's very unfortunate yeah yeah super sad well, I commend you for two reasons. One, for being able to make a decision about your own personal health situation based on your actual needs and where you're at in life and your risk factors and all these other things because I think a sign of intelligence is the ability to make distinctions. Yeah. And I think over the past two years, the entire world has lost the ability to make distinctions. Yeah. Um, and I also commend you for having the guts to, uh, to put a stake in the ground and say... Um, I understand you want me to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you have my best interests in mind. Yeah. I have my own views on what I should do with my health. 
And uh, those are non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. So you can fire me if you want. Absolutely. Um, but with every, with every situation that seems negative, uh, in my experience, there always seems to be positive that pops out of it. Yeah. So, um, sure. you know, we even yeah. wanted to, to get you over onto the team. And yeah. So this this presented a great opportunity for us because Courtney was the uh, uh, what was your title over at the hospital? Uh, it is a quality education specialist. Right. So her title with us is training and onboarding specialist. Mm-hmm. So as a franchise company, we're essentially um, a, a teaching organization. We help people learn. We help new entrepreneurs learn what they need to do to be successful gym owners. Mm-hmm. And so Courtney started with us at time of recording four days ago. So we're recording this on a Friday and Courtney uh, had her onboarding meeting with me on a Monday. <clears throat> so Courtney is now going to dig through all of our materials. We have a 100 plus page gym operations manual called Gym OS that's constantly being updated. Mm-hmm. We've got a whole video library for our franchise owners for things they need to learn, any, anything from uh, uh, hiring people to how to pay people to what the coaching levels are in the gyms to um, how to do marketing, how to do sales. And Courtney's job essentially will be to figure out how to make sure franchise owners are getting the right information at the right time. Cause it's, it's all available for them, but yeah. if we can provide it to them contextually, then it'll improve their performance. Absolutely. And then if Courtney crushes that, I shouldn't say if, cause I'm sure she's going to do a good job. <laughs> Her next task will be to do that for members. So yeah. um, the vision that I have is I want when you're a member at a starting strength gym, I want you to get information contextually that matches your the exact thing that's on your mind at that moment. Mm. So what email communication should a new uh, gym member receive in their first week? Mm. What does a brand new trainee need to know? And Courtney, being a relatively new trainee and being an expert at training and development, mm-hmm. I think it'll be really good for you to take a look at what content we have, like lots of stuff that Ripito's written, some things that I've written, yeah. stuff that Nick Delgadillo's written, mm-hmm. and then kind of drip feeding information to members in a way that helps them um, understand. And, sure. and understanding is important because understanding equates to belief. And as you well know, if you believe this will work, okay. then you have a chance of putting in the work. And this does not work unless you put in the work. So without the belief, yeah, <laughs> without the belief, um, you know, you may not be compelled to show up three times a week because yeah, it's a big time commitment. But absolutely. what we're trying to do is make sure that anyone that starts at one of these gyms mm-hmm. really understands why they have to be consistent. This mm-hmm. is training. This is not exercise. It's not random. It's planned. Yeah. So don't miss a workout because if you miss workouts during your novice linear progression, you are robbing yourself. That is very true. So we need to get these people to... To believe that. Yeah. Um, and most of them do, but we can always do a better job. So I'm looking forward to having your help with that. Yeah. I'm super excited about it. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, any, th- have any thoughts popped into your mind since we've been talking that you want to cover about your experience as a trainee, uh, your, your view of the new role, uh, anything you want to talk about so far? Well, at first I was training in the garage with you guys mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then I moved over to the actual gym, going to the gym and uh, I'm super excited about this role um, overall. There's so many different aspects to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm super excited just because when I go to the gym and I'm talking to trainees, I'm like, dang, I was right where you were. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've had these same thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that it's, it's super awesome that I'm able to just relate to them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm just excited overall. Hell and yeah. uh, it's an amazing program. Hell yeah. I did not think that it was this good. <laughs> but it is good. <laughs> I was a little skeptical. You were skeptical. You were skeptical. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And that's actually one of our major challenges because we can roll into a market where we have tons of fans like a Dallas or a Houston and the gyms kind of fill themselves because yeah. people already know about the brand. But in a Boise, a smaller market, it's like, yeah, that might fill half the gym. Yeah. But then the other half of the gym is going to have to be filled with people that don't know anything about this. Mm -hmm. And um, that's why we try to get them into the gym. Yeah. If we can get them into the gym to check it out, they'll see the coaching yeah. and they'll see how special it is. Yeah. And then if we can get them to train consistently for a couple of weeks, they'll realize like, this is it's something, needed. this is something different. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> well, uh, I was going to do this at the beginning just to put you on the spot, uh -huh. but I thought I'd let some of your nerves dissipate. Oh gosh. Um, would you mind singing? Here we go. For the YouTube audience. <laughs> Courtney's a Wait damn a good second. singer and I always Wait, put her on the spot what? around friends. So singing. this is just a small audience. This is like no more than 20,000 people are going to see this. So. And, and if they do watch, you're not going to get this far into the episode. So just. <laughs> so I'm putting my mic away and ha oh, have so at funny. it. Oh, I'm singing. Okay. No pressure. Oh man, this is really on the spot. I didn't even. Ha I don't even have a prep song. Do the one you did the other day. Um. Hmm. You should know me well enough by now to realize I was going to do this I to you. Known, guys. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. Okay, so this song is Set Fire to the Ring by Adele. Okay. And let it fall, my heart. And as it fell, you rose to claim it. It was dark and I was over until you kissed my lips and you saved me. My hands, they're strong, but my knees were far too weak to stand in your arms without falling to your feet. But there's a side to you that I never knew, never knew all the things you'll say. They were never true, never true in the games you play. You would always win, always win. But I set fire to the rain. Watched it pour as I touched your face. Well, I failed, something died, but I knew that that was the last time, last time. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that was damn good. Thanks. <laughs> well, as you can see, that's why I want to have Courtney on the YouTube channel more often. So I'm looking forward to her video log because, uh, yeah. Courtney, you are strong, beautiful, and talented. Thank you very so, much. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. <laughs>